Blog Talk Radio. Ready, set, Welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Show, your internet radio home for all sports news and talk. Join Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio, and the best co-host anyone can ask for, Cuervo. We cover it all from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, as well as indoor football and high school sports. So let's do this. Here's Sonny Clark. As we get set, we're going to take a look at the week, uh, was week number seven of the NFL. We're going to take a look at some of the news that happened in week number seven of the NFL. We're also going to take a sneak peek at week number eight as we will preview the first game on Thursday night. In week number eight, we'll be doing that all here on the Couch Potato Sports Show in this Fast and furious, we're going to do this in a quick hour, as Sonny's got some business to take care of uh, here at 4 o'clock my time, so I need a little time to prep for that, but take away from that, this next hour, we're going to try to kick it and knock it down real quick, where I was going to be back in here in just a moment, as we get all set to look at all the things that we just got done, really quick previewing and things of that sort. We had some technical difficulties on the game that was half or the show that we had on Monday afternoon. Uh, you've got to love blog talk radio. It is what it is. But that having been said, I'm going to hop into a little bit of what was going on, but some new, new things going on. The injury to Aaron Rodgers is huge. It changes the whole picture of the NFC. Not just the NFC North, the the division they play in, it changes the whole thing because of who automatically, and not necessarily a bad thing, I thought that the Green Bay Packers could be the NFC representative in in, in the NFC. That having been said also, that is in jeopardy right now. Because let's be honest. That situation with the um, Green Bay Packers maybe not making the playoffs, that means we have other teams that might be able to sneak in. We also got some teams that were complete surprise and some games that were played last week that were complete surprise. Sonny only picked five out of all the games, you know, and yes, I had had some medicine. But I went back and looked at it. If I would have chosen to change any of them, I only would have chose one. But even in my right mind, I was still on track on what I was doing. They may have been wrong, but it's what it is. But I want to talk about this because it really just kind of pisses me off, and it's getting to the point where every quarterback becomes available, all of a sudden we're talking about Colin Kaepernick. Folks, let's just get over it. Okay, let's let's just let's just hammer it the way. Colin Kaepernick is not going to play this season. No one wants him, especially now since this guy goes ahead and files a grievance against and goes with collusion. Is that right there automatically sends the message that this guy ain't going to play? He wants to he wants to box the NFL. 
And I got news for you. I'm not saying he's right or wrong, guys. I, I'm not going to put it into that point. What I'm going to say is, is that he doesn't have a snowball chance in hell. And I'm going to say this because I don't give a rat who he is. I don't give a rip at all. There are many people out there that think they deserve a job. And just because he can't get a job, that he should be given a job, even though they don't want to give him a job. Heck, even, I want to say something that I know it's so impolitically correct, so I'm not going to go that route. But I'm going to tell you, if you're not wanted, why do you want to go there? To me, it makes no damn sense. Why, why would we be worried about what's going on in the NFL? I, you know, uh, and, and, and Colin Kaepernick, why would we care? I know I don't. And now this story is not even, you know, this story is not just one that won't go away. It's one I'm sick of hearing about. Every damn quarterback that goes down is not a candidate for for. Colin Kaepernick. Just not. It, it, Colin Kaepernick in, in Green Bay is like me walking into a skinny gym. It would look awkward. It's not the type of offense that's right. And I'm going to tell everybody I'm so tired of it. Colin Kaepernick is not the first answer to every quarterback problem that is in the NFL. Period. Now, you want to live on that idea, great. But I got news for you. There are plenty of places for Colin Kaepernick that he actually fits in. One is Jacksonville. Not the worst team. I mean, obviously, the Cleveland Browns are a great place for Colin Kaepernick. I mean, you know, but, you know, come on, let's get serious. I mean, hell, I, Colin says he'll go, but, you know, no, not there. Not the place for him. And I know that the Jets are in a situation. The Jets is a good place for him. That's a good team for him to play for. I think he can do well in that team. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, they need a quarterback. And they need one back. So, um, Cuervo, if that's you calling in, Press the uh, button so I know it's you. It's from a different area code, but I have a feeling it's you. Um, but that having been said, you know, Colin Kaepernick does not flip all the bills. Just because he's there doesn't mean, or available doesn't make that. I'm typing there. Um, it, it doesn't, just because he's available doesn't make him the right guy for the job. And every time a quarterback comes available, it doesn't mean that he needs to fit in there. I'm tired of it. Now, Jacksonville would be a great place for him right now. Not only that, the Jacksonville Jaguars still can win that division. So it's not the fact that I want to send him to a sucky team. Again, he can fit with Cleveland. But I'm going to tell you straight out, folks, this is one of the things that when people start – Looking at quarterback options, Colin Kaepernick is not Aaron Rodgers. You need a guy that can kind of be like him. The offense is built around him. 
So that having been said, I don't know. I, I might just be rambling on here, you know. So I'm going to do what I do best is I'm going to hit this button right here. Oh, you didn't know. And in case you didn't know. Your ass better call somebody. Well, I'm going to ignore it from a different line. Well, good afternoon. How you doing on the Couch Potato Sports Show? How do you do, sir? First time, uh, first yep. time caller here. First time caller. Okay, that's fine. We're not taking callers. I don't trust you. I, I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm not taking any first time callers to come in and, and be stupid on my show. I, I just don't have time for it. I said Cuervo is that in your is that you in the queue and then you press yes because you want to try to get on my show and make yourself look like you're the four year old that you are. I'm just not doing it. I'm tired of that, too. So when Cuervo will be here in just a moment, let's go over some of the news. That, some, yeah, my real host, someone who will come in and enlighten the show a little bit better. Kaiser is going to be start starting for the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Kaiser for the Browns. I'm all right with that. I Preferably, I'd rather see Colin Kaepernick there. Colin Kaepernick can probably win some games up there. Use his legs. I, I like that. But that's the news up there. Shepard is going to return to practice for the New York Giants. Sterling Shepard, you know, the, the, the Giants need a wide receiver, so it's good that he is going there. Now, uh, the NFL is also going to have their draft in April that's going to be in Dallas. So it's going to be a very busy town here in Dallas uh, when they do it. And they're going to have it at AT&T Stadium, you know, where the Cowboys play their games. I, me, personally, I don't understand why they'd have it there. It's not necessarily a place where there's a stage and everything else. You know, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like when they put it in those little amphitheaters and you can kind of get the intimacy of that. Raiders right now, they're looking to go a, in a showdown against the Chiefs. Derek Carr wants the Chiefs. And I'm going to tell you right now, Derek Carr needs to beat the Chiefs. So that's one of the games that is going on this week as well. Let's look at some of the games, just just and then we'll bring in Cuervo. Let me just check. See, he's not right here yet. Jacksonville's the Indianapolis at AFC South battle. You say whatever you want. The Indianapolis Colts are two and four. Jags are three and three. They both lost last week. Jags should have won their game against a rookie quarterback. Please, please. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Please. Saints, Green Bay. This one's going to be a good one. It's in Green Bay, and that's going to be a tough, tough game. We're going to talk about all these games on Sunday morning. And actually, and sorry, folks, uh, the thir- the, let me get you to our Thursday night game. It's Kansas City and Oakland. We're just briefly talking about it. I think this is the game of the week, and they got, the, they got Thursday right for the first time since they've been doing this. So Kansas City at Oakland, their car wants Kansas City. They want them at home. They're two and four. This is one of those desperate games. Kansas City don't necessarily need this game. It'd be nice for them to go six and one. Don't get me wrong. 
think that's a, a nice setup. But Oakland, Oakland needs this game really bad because they need to keep pace, and they need to make sure that my Super Bowl pick is still actually uh, allotted to be able to get that job done. It makes Sonny's pick. I, I, I might get on the phone and start talking to him. Arizona is at the Rams. Arizona three and three. Rams four and two. Interesting game because were the Cardinals for real last week? They won last week. The Rams won last week. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's huge. Baltimore, they're on the road. They lost last week against a rookie Chicago Bear quarterback team. They need to save face. The problem is they're going to Minnesota, and Minnesota is 4-2. They've won the last two with no quarterback. So, and that defense from Minnesota, pounding. We'll be looking at those games on Sunday as well. Carolina on the road taking on the Bears. Carolina's 4-2, not impressive at all. Chicago is a 2-4, and four. that is impressive. And I'll tell you the reason why. It was because of last week. That rookie quarterback, Trubinsky, is going to be something to watch. He's, and I even said it on my show. His future is so bright, he's going to have to wear shape. I think he can bring the Bears to where they need to be, not only to be respectful, but in the playoffs, if the franchise allows it. And I'm going to say that again. If the franchise allow that, meaning that they just don't get Mitchell Trubisky and say, you know what, he can do it all himself, needs help. Now, if you're in the front office of the Chicago Bears, you need to get to work. I don't even want to talk about this year. Hey, if they make the playoffs, they're going to stun everybody. Jacksonville, 3-3, three three, second round the Indianapolis Colts, 2-4. and four. Both teams lost last week. It would be a good one to watch. Green Bay and New Orleans, New Orleans won last week. They won quietly three games in a row. And look, and actually haven't looked as bad as I thought they were going to be. And with that division the way it is, they could sneak away with it because Atlanta's not playing good. And the Panthers, if they start running up against teams that are good, will they end up losing games? I don't know. And I don't know about Tampa Bay. The Jets are in Miami. And Miami's won two games in a row. I'm telling everybody to watch this football team. And, folks, when I said this at the beginning of the season, to watch this team, it wasn't because Jay Cutler was going to be able to do this. It was because the team is developing. And say what you will, Jay Cutler, not the best quarterback. He's not going to throw 330 yards, five touchdowns going to keep them in games, and if they can win those close games, they can sneak into the playoffs. Hurting my boys Brandon Dowdy's opportunity, though, but still, it is there. It's still something to talk about. Tampa Bay lost to two, lost their quarterback last week. They get Buffalo. Buffalo lost last week. They need to get back up on side. They should have won that game last week. Then the Dallas Cowboys come off the bye, losing two, and right now Zeke can play. So he's going to play for another week until that, the uh, judge gets off of 
the vacation. Uh, I, I'm so tired of that story, too. So then having also been said, everybody's commenting on my photo. What's going on? What, what's on my photo? Anybody know what's going on there? I don't know. Oh, it's my family photo. They're talking about family photo. All right. So Dallas, off the break. Go up against San Francisco in San Francisco. Talk about a plush way to come off of the break. They don't need anybody to play really well to win. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to put everybody on notice. I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys this week. But if they lose, I'm not picking them for the rest of the season. So Dallas Cowboys fans, be ready for the hate will come out. And it will be deserving. I don't care. It will be deserving. The Dallas Cowboys losing to the San Francisco 49ers will be a very, very bad thing for this football team. Number one, they need to probably win all their home games in order to make the playoffs if it's going to happen. But if they lose this football game, it's over. There needs to be something going on with this football team as far as coaching is concerned because there are some general coaching mistakes that are happening in Dallas. You don't leave Aaron Rodgers that much time. You don't throw that ball in that situation. Cost you a football game. And I hate to put it on one thing, but at the end of the game, that's where it's at. Jason Garrett's got to be right. He's got to do it right. But when you're doing something stupid like he is, you cannot win or lose against a team that's 0-6 and you're, quote-unquote, America's team. Can we talk? So watch out for that. Is this what it is? Now, that also having been said, I got a gentleman online. He doesn't even know I made him an intro. So let's do it. Folks, a great introduction What this football season, it has been so screwed up, I can't win a dime. Yeah, well, you you did take Miami, though, right, last week? Yeah, I took Miami. How could you refuse? Good God, 13 and a half is a big damn number. And they not only that, they outright won. Yep, they didn't need no points. Didn't need (sighs) them. But anyway. So what's going on uh, the with reason, you today? Uh, the reason I called it, and this is completely off of your football subject, but Nia Jax <laughs> leaving the WWE. Say it, it was, say that one more time because you cut right Nia there. Jax. Nia Jax yes. is leaving the WWE. Oh, my, my heart right, is I, broken. I'm, I'm in, in love with her. I'm in love oh, with I her. Oh, I am too. Hey, I oh, man, she's beautiful. I saw her live and up close, and she's a beautiful woman. She really is. Oh my, oh my but God! That oh, is one, oh my, that is why one is she leaving? I, to uh, I guess they're all up in arms over this video, WrestleMania. Uh, uh, Neville's leaving too. I know about Neville. 
Yeah. So. Okay, I know about that, uh, but but Nia Jack, I, I see you, you caught me completely off guard because I was actually looking forward. And here's one of the things: Nia Jack should have been the Divas champ or the women's champion. Oh, good. So, yes, long time ago. I mean, long time ago. no one can no one can beat her. In, in you know, if you really look at it, but I'm looking at what oh, you're talking God. No, about. Nobody could beat her. You know, when I saw the matches here in Springfield, that woman uh-huh. powers over those young girls. I oh, mean, God, yeah. Complete, she, she is a giant in that ring compared to some of them girls. Uh-huh, yeah. And her not being the champ is, is beyond me. Bad well, writing, I guess. I don't know. Well, here's the, sto- here's the story. Now that you bring it up, um, you know, Nia Jack, you know, from what this thing is saying, um, the the problem is is that they granted her a leave of absence. Now, no, say good night un- then. It, She's gone. It well, it's unclear if Nia Jax asked for it or if it was something that was given to it. When they say granted, that usually means here it is. Because of personal reasons, there are no word on what those reasons are. You're saying something about a video. At WrestleMania, yeah, some kind of you know the royalties from the DVD from last WrestleMania. They're all moaning about making they didn't get no royalties, and that's why Neville left. Well, I knew about I I did not necessarily know that was the reason, but I knew about Neville leaving. Um, but I don't, to be honest, I don't think it, Nia Jax is necessarily worried about that. Um, as far as that is, but here it is. Here's the other story you're talking about. Not only Nia Jax, but a slew of other superstars yeah. are looking to leave the company, and that's exactly yeah. what it is. And not only that, Cody Rhodes. Now, if you don't know what I've been following, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, he signed a big deal over at Ring of Honor, and you. He's the champ gonna, over there right now, isn't he? He's the not only that, not only that. Cody Rhodes can wrestle. This guy's a technical oh, yeah. beast. And, oh, and yeah. oh, look who caught like, him for crying out loud. I, well, exactly. And not only that, the, the I liked the stardust, you know, attitude, but they didn't do anything with it. If they did anything with yeah. it, I think it would have been. But the simple fact of the matter is, they made, they made him off on a. A gimmick that could have worked if they played him right. The problem is they didn't play him right, and then he's just now, you know, being a tag team with Goldust, and you know, obviously the brothers, and you know, they kind of did the yeah. same thing. They just blew it. I'm telling you right now, I could write yeah. for the WWE without question. Oh, me too. I was like, good grief, man. And uh, you know, I watched the last pay per view, and I just found it <laughs> flat. It was flat. Say the least. It was flat. It was not flat. only that. Not only that, they could have had a lot of trends. Now, now the um, the Monday night after the pay per view, which was a Raw thing, not a SmackDown. They right. they actually put they actually put it together and put it together well. But yeah, if anybody could not see that train coming from from ten miles away, you're blind. Oh, I mean, because it's oh, obvious they couldn't push Roman Reigns the right way to get him to be the babyface over. They had to bring back the shield in order to get him back over. And I don't know if he'll ever be over, 
But I will say that if they decide to break the shield up, Roman Reigns should smack uh, Seth Rollins with the with the chair this time. They missed that yeah, opportunity, exactly. by the way, leading up to this anyway. You know, when they were all doing all that stuff, they missed out on that. You know. To to put that you know, but, to, yeah, I know but, they're, they're missing the they're missing the boat on a lot of stuff, and you know that the, yeah. if these guys want to jump, if they guys want to jump the ship, let's bring some new blood in there because man, some of these storylines are lamer than crap, man. They're horrible. Especially Dolph Ziggler doing what he's doing was cute for two weeks. Now it's getting boring and stupid. Yeah, exactly. And, and, but but and, but. Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode was – I watched Bobby Roode over in TNA. He was my favorite wrestler over in TNA. The guy's just talent beyond, beyond whatever. But the, glo- mm-hmm. the glorious thing, when I first saw him going, they're serious. They're doing this, this glorious thing. I thought it was dumb. It grew on me. It was almost like the, the New Day. When the New Day came, I hated that. Oh, game. I know. It grew on me. It grew on yeah, me. Well, so the glorious thing is definitely grew they, on. They almost made. They almost threw fertilizer on it to grow on you, because it, yeah. they just wouldn't give up. I thought that was a storyline that was going to die fast, and it didn't. I, but I, I can't believe they got over it. They did everything that they could possibly do to keep these guys a bad guys, and they couldn't. They they couldn't do it. They got over, and you know, it's good at that. If you get over, you got to be over for two years, which is where they're at right now. So they need to come yeah. up with something here soon because they only can be over for so much time uh, without holding the belt. So that that will be yeah. interesting to see how they play that. Well, it, it's it's been it's been uh, it's been weird in the football lately. And by the way, I just wanted to tell you, you sound angry today. I am. You, you, I am you, you sound angry. Sick and sick and tired of Colin Kaepernick getting every job when a uh, when a quarterback goes down. But yeah. that having been said, him in Tampa Bay, that's not a bad idea. But him in Green Bay, can we talk? That, that, that's not an offense yeah. that's built around Colin Kaepernick. If he went if he went down to Tampa Bay, he wouldn't make it to the stadium. I, I think Tampa Bay is the right the, place for him because of the style of playing. Man. He, well, he's such you know, a he's, man. I don't know and if he's necessarily hated more so than a whino. You know. I can't well, play. I, well, shut the hell up. I, you know? <laughs> some people look at it that way. And, and to I a certain extent, uh, to a certain extent, I'm right there with you, but here's another extent. And people will sit there, and, and I tried to do this uh day before yesterday, but there were audio problems, so I didn't get this out. It's his own fault that he doesn't have a job. He needed a way to be cut from the 49ers, which, by the way, everybody yeah. say, oh, he was going to be cut, he was going to be cut. Listen, you're not cutting the NFL until it happens, okay? Because there yeah. have been many incidences in the NFL where they say, well, we're done with this guy. But an, an injury or it's just something, they just hang out long enough to where they're still there. So mm-hmm. I, I've, I've heard people say he was going to be cut. He was going to be cut until it happened. It wasn't. And not only that, that uh, you know, Baba Gazoo, he could have had guaranteed money on that contract even if he got cut. So I don't even want to hear about it from that. 
You know, you take yep. it the way it's going to happen, and then you go for it. But the only problem is right now, he, he this guy will not play in the NFL this no. season. When when you no. file a grievance against the NFL for what they're talking about, this guy is this guy won't see a blade of grass until the earliest next year, and he might be done. Because once you step up against the mothership that is the NFL, they'll watch you like a bug that he is. Oh my God! It, it's like it going. Yeah, it, it's and well, I owe this five thousand dollars, but here I'm gonna stick it to you right now. You don't do that exactly. to the NFL. <laughs> you, you, it, it, listen, the NFL's got its problems. Don't get me wrong; they've got oh, a lot yeah. of things so to deal every, with, and every part sport of it was. Yeah, every sport has their deal that they have got to figure out, and this one right here is partially brought on by him. Um, but I, I, and sometimes See, I partially. say this. What do you mean partially? He did it all himself. No, no, I'm talking about moron. the backlash. The NFL, it, it, I'm talking about oh, the okay. backlash that the NFL is receiving over it. And frankly, oh, okay. yeah, well, I think the fact that hey. they're they're playing to the fiddle is the problem. I think they just need mm-hmm. to be shut up about it and move on, and they can move on. But the problem is, is that. Once you don't uh, on something like that on a social issue, uh, the way that it is, if it's brought yeah, up, and the media there's two things it. The, the, exactly. There's two things the NFL cannot beat. Okay, and one of them is a media that is determined, and another are women issues. They will mm-hmm. lose to everything. Will lose it to hey. I, I'll tell you the biggest mistake Colin Kaepernick was is that he didn't have a woman with him. If he would have had a problem yeah. with him, th- this thing would have gotten a lot more attention than he has. But, you know, because the women have a way of bringing the NFL down to their knees temporarily to get what they want. And it, it is what it is. But, hey, it's a big market out there. It and is. The NFL is not stupid. And they're, and, they're, yeah. and they're not. They're going into those negotiations, and they're going to go, look, fellas, this crap's got to stop. We, we're losing yeah. money, which means you're going to be gone. No, no. Here's the thing: <laughs> they're not losing money, Dennis. They're not. But here's the: they're just not making as much as they projected, and that's hurting their feelings. Now, you know, hey, that's life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I well, projected myself to make an extra cool hundred this weekend. That didn't happen. So, you know, you know, when it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean you lost money. It's just didn't get the money that you projected you wanted. There's a difference. Yeah, well, but yeah, they, they're still making. They're still that. making a hands over fist, and I don't feel sorry for them. Yeah. Well, but, I'm yeah. going to let you go because you've got a football show to do, and I am just a thorn in your side today. <laughs> oh, no, it's, it's actually pretty good. Cuervo's running a little bit late, uh, but we got another 30 minutes. He'll be in here in a second. We're going to talk about the game that's going to happen tomorrow and kind of review a couple of things. So thanks for giving us a call. Yeah, uh, I'm, keeping, I'm, I'm keeping my money in my pocket for this next game. I'm telling you, that game is uh, going to be too close to bet on. Which one on Thursday? The oh, day yeah. after tomorrow. I, I yeah. like the game. I like the game. Like the game the, is going to be good. I like the game is going to be good, but the money stays in the pocket. I'm right there with you. It's uh, one of those leery bets. <laughs> uh oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. How about if I go ahead and I take, you know, you know, I, I feel a little bit more comfortable getting three points in Carolina over Chicago than I do Kansas City over Oakland. So, yeah, I'm right there with yeah. you. 
Yeah, so there's yeah, some other places I'd easy. rather throw my money. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'd ra- I'd rather give a girl with a need to prescription fill the money. There you go. Yeah. Do that. Two twenty-two. Gotcha. <laughs> right. Inside joke. No one's gonna get, but we're right there. I know. <laughs> we'll All be. Right, All right, we're out of here. That's yeah, Bobby Gazoo. Goodbye. Everybody. Oh, I'm gonna finish it up. You got it. That's Bobby Gazoo. That's my brother from my mama. Brother, my brother from my mother. So you know, good man. Uh, always gets in the bed here and there, watches it, but he's right. Nia Jack, she's awful. She's awful good looking. <laughs> Sad, but it 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 is. It, it, you know the the WWE right now, and I didn't even realize this because I haven't, you know, I, I I haven't done my research on the WWE news this week yet. And yes, Sunny looks at a lot of it. So you know, Sunny needs a lot of stuff. It is the Couch Potato Sports Show. It is Wednesday. I see. I'm all messed up because I did something stupid. I decided to be nice. <laughs> see, that'll get you every time too. I decided to be nice, and I worked a day that I normally I'm normally off here today, uh, but I'm not off here today. So that's what it is. Um, uh, so I am off. I'm normally working today. So it's it's one of those things uh, for where I'm at. So I'm kind of like stuck here. I, I feel like I should be getting ready for work, but I'm off since I worked all day yesterday. So um, I got an update here from Cuervo. He said he'll be on in 10 minutes. That was 15 minutes ago. So he usually when he gets like that, he's probably not going to make it in. But we're going to continue up on the show here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, talking about some of the things that are going on. But before we do that, I do want to get to our sponsors and uh, get a, a commercial played in here. We'll do that here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. As you're listening to a special edition to the show, as we are here on Wednesday afternoon, we'll take that quick break. You're on the Couch Potato Sports Show. But it's not playing. Push, there it goes. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. We are locally owned and with over 20 years of experience. So roofing, gutters, sidings, fence staining, painting, foundation problems, or roof damage are no problems at all. Give us a call at 214-200-5588. That's 214-200-5588. Wesson General Contractors, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. 6 p.m. on a Saturday night and your heater or air conditioner goes out. What are you going to do? All the heating and air conditioning people are closed. How about 24-hour service available at 5-star HVAC contractors? You can be sure to be serviced amazingly fast. That's 5-star HVAC contractors serving Rowlett 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5-star HVAC contractors.
Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at thespiritoutfitters.com. We can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at coslowinsurance.com, where we always have the coffee pot on. Yeah, but is it fresh? This is Sunny Clark Radio Voice at your rally at Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Rowlett Fit Body Boot Camp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. Oh, yeah. It's some good news. Somebody thought he was only going to be able to be on for an hour. Unless someone made a typo, Sunday going to have to be there until next Wednesday. That was this Wednesday. Next Wednesday. So we're going to run this for a while, especially uh, depending on the schedule of what's going on with Cuervo, the fine co-host of this program as he is running fashionably late. Of course, I'm not sure what he's wearing or anything, but, you know, it is what it is. Tarvin said he will also give us a call here a little bit moment. He is the host of Way in Sports Talk. Make sure you catch on him. He's on Sunday night and Wednesdays. He's going to be on the night. We're going to be talking some college football uh, that's coming up. That's just what he does best. Never mind NFL. Guy's up on top of that as well, so that is huge. Uh, so, Trevor will be given a call here in just a moment, hopefully. But that having been said, as we are here on our show, it's not the show that being said, but we are back here on our show. Interesting things that happened this week, uh, this past weekend, that we didn't get the opportunity to talk about. But I want to get to more news before we get there. We we're going to have some breaking news that will be broke on this show. Just give you a little tease. 
and Cuervo's going to announce it. So he's going to bring that to us. Now, Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell has now decided that, oh, there's no changes to the anthem policy. Although he sends out an email to every team in the NFL saying, look, guys, we got to do something about this. This guy is backpedaling like you wouldn't believe. But here's the, here's the bad thing about this. Roger Goodell could give a rip. Roger Goodell has got so much money that whether or not he loses this job, decides that he doesn't think it's worth continuing to do this job, or whatever, Roger Goodell is not worried about it. When you, I mean, this guy, you know, has made over a hundred thousand dollars, or a hundred thousand, a hundred million dollars over the last three year, hundred and twenty million. You don't worry about your job or where you are in life unless this guy has completely blown his money and something tells me he didn't. $120 million, I don't think he is too much worried about it. Is anybody else worried about it? That's going to be the question. I think Roger Goodell is doing a fantastic job, by the way. I Granted, he, people will say that he's dropped the ball on some things and all this other stuff. Get it. Understand it to a point. Okay, but here's the thing. Roger Goodell don't care about you. Roger Goodell only cares about 32 people. And that also hasn't been said. He really only cares about 27 of those 32. When he's got five owners pissed at him, that's when he really needs to worry about it. So if Jerry Jones or Robert Kraft is pissed off at him, the guy could give a rip. And why should he? Made $120 million in three years. Averaged over $40 million a year. So first of all, I don't feel bad about Roger Goodell maybe losing a job. Don't care about that. Again, you get $120 million in the bank, you're not worried about paying the electric bill, okay? So Roger Goodell doesn't have anything to it. By him backing up, saying, oh, there will be changes and everything, yeah, he's definitely backing up on that. The tail is between the legs. And the back, what I call the backup shuffle um, with this new thing that he put out there, you know, it is what it is. He's backing up after he sends out the email to the guys we're losing money. We got to do something about it. Now he's backing up like he never sent it out. That's just what good guys do. I mean, he's going to protect the NFL, and he only has to keep a few people happy. That having been said, if I can, that's the wrong button. Click, click. Oh, you didn't know. Your ass better call somebody. Welcome, Colin Powell. Fashionably late again, but he is there. How you doing, my man? Cuervo, you're on mute. 
And I know I'm not on mute. Let's, let me take a look. I'm here, Sonny. Can you hear me? Uh, there he is. How you doing, my man? I'm good, Sonny. You know what I was saying is I don't I don't mean I don't attempt or or purposely am fashionably late. It just kind of happens. <laughs> so I know I, I think you're used to it by we now. Yeah, I'm used to, just as much as you. If we can get a show off, great. If we can't, which, by the way, I don't have to be up at three thirty. I checked an email and realized it was next Wednesday I was needed to be available. So we don't have to end this right away. So we're doing just fine. We'll keep it going. So awesome. we don't have to jump off in fifteen minutes. So so we're awesome. we're all good let's in make the it hood right here. Yeah. Let's so make let's happen, make it right? happen. Let's talk a little bit about it. I don't know if you are, but at the top of the show, I started off this show is is that right now, the NFC, if you look at it, the whole picture has changed with this Aaron Rodgers injury. Oh, yeah. It has opened up a lot of doors for a lot of teams that night. But you also got teams not taking advantage of what they should be able to do in the NFC right now because there were some bad losses in the NFL, especially on the NFC side last week. Yeah, there was a lot of bad losses. I mean, you know, Ooh, Atlanta ugly. losing to Miami. There that was, was a bad um, <laughs> Yeah, that was a pretty bad one. I mean, you know, obviously Green Bay is a big talk because of Aaron Rodgers, but – um, you know, I mean, there there was some, there was a lot of upsets. I saw I saw the records that we posted over the weekend, and uh, nobody did very good. So no, no, well, I got was, five. You pretty, and I both got five, I think. Yeah, I think I got four or five, which is, which yeah. is pretty bad for us. Ugly, and and this this is just something that we are we are not used to. You're right, but you know. Yeah, and I go back and I look at it, Cuervo, even – I wouldn't change any of them. There might have been one I might have changed, but no. And, and that was with me on some good medication. I, I still wouldn't have changed them. <laughs> um, yep. So here we are. But the one that shocked the whole world, I'm sorry. You say whatever you want. Mitchell Trubisky is your boy. you you, you got to be a happy Bears fan, you know, going into this week. Definitely, definitely. I, I mean, I thought he played exceptional. And, uh, you know, what I like the most is he didn't make a lot of mistakes. Right. That's what you want from a rookie quarterback. Absolutely. When you got when you got a rookie just doing what he's told, and, and like you said, don't give the – now, you know, there's some mistakes. Don't get me wrong, but it, the mistakes that he made didn't cost him a football game. And it, like you said – when you got that rook in there doing what he's doing, you want to make sure that you can remain within striking distance, and that's what ended up happening in that game. Well, and, and when I say mistakes, Sonny, what I mean is, you know, I'm talking the big, the costly ones like turnovers, and that that didn't happen. So uh, throwing the ball away to me is not really a mistake. Uh, you know, uh, uh, sometimes taking a sack, I mean, I'd prefer you just throw the ball away, but, you know. If, sure. If you take a sack, it's better than, you know, it's better than trying to pull Jay Cutler and and just trying to throw it up in the air and hope for the best. Yeah. (laughs) Which is one of those. Which, by the way, man, the the trigger pull that I didn't do, I wanted wanted that Miami game, but I just didn't do it against Atlanta. Um, You know, I I was so close to pulling that trigger, just couldn't get enough, especially 
with that stadium, their home. It is Atlanta. Julio Jones looking good. So, you know, I, yeah. I couldn't pull the, I wanted to, but I still go back and look at it. And even though Miami won, I still wouldn't have pulled the trigger on that game. This is a game. See, and this goes within that. If you look at the whole, the whole situation, Baltimore had no business losing to your Bears. None whatsoever. Um, on the other side, you look at it, Atlanta had no business losing to a, a, the Miami Dolphins, okay? Um, it, it, there's no doubt who's the better football team there. Um, so they really shouldn't have lost to that. Now, depending on how much I didn't pick the Jacksonville Jaguars because I'm drinking their Kool-Aid, I just think they should be able to beat a rookie quarterback going cross-country. Eh, wrong on that one. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they lose their quarterback, too. Cuervo, two big quarterbacks going down in the NFC. You can say whatever you want about Jameis Winston, but if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan, you got to be shaking in your boots about what the rest of the season is holding for you. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, well, you know what? I, I take that back. I think, I think Tampa Bay might be okay because – Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, is a very – he's a serviceable dude. Like, I think he can carry Tampa Bay to even a 500 record, let's just say. And I, and I think Tampa's season can be salvaged. It's just, it's just going to depend on how long uh, Winston's going to be out and how severe the injury is. So that's really what it's going to come down to. But I think even if he's out for, let's say, a month, if Fitzpatrick goes two and two, which I very I could very well see that happening, then I think Tampa Bay's still in a good spot. Exactly. Now the one the the, the two that were in prime time last week, Cuervo, you know, you, you you look at these are well, not one. I mean, I I thought it was in prime time. I mean, correct. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. I, I just didn't see it coming. Not because of all the Ben Roethlisberger talk. You know, Arrowhead is hard to play there. You talk about undefeated team. Quite possibly the best team right now in the AFC. Kansas City loses to Pittsburgh. And then whatever the, you know, it was nighttime. It was a Sunday night game. And, and or No, that was actually during the hours. But Sunday night's game, the Giants in Denver. How the Giants ended up pulling that one off, you know, big time upsets like we were talking about all last week. Yeah. I mean, my God, can anybody figure the Pittsburgh Steelers out? I mean, you know, we used to talk about the, uh, we used to talk about the uh, Ravens being a Jekyll and Hyde team. I think the Steelers have gotten them beat by a long shot. So yes, it's, uh, I think you're right. It's, it's hard to figure those That's, guys out, but uh, yes, <laughs> I mean, one, you know, one week they're fighting with each other because they lost to Jacksonville by 20 points, and then the next week they go out and they beat the the one undefeated team in the NFL. So, yeah, no, it, you know, when it comes it, to the, when it comes to the Steelers, it's like who the hell knows? It depends on what side of the bed Ben Roethlisberger will go on. Depends on what side of the bed Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown woke up on. So it's it's. Yeah, who the hell so knows? It, it, it just lets you know that maybe the media doesn't have the insight on what's going on over there. Um, but I am right there still with you. We talked about it last week. I think you know Ben Roethlisberger might be at that at that stage where it, it's just something that he doesn't want to do anymore. And and I'm right there with you. I think it's one of those. I mean, I after 
Sunday's performance, do you, do you, has your mind changed about that? Not really. I mean, I think I think when you know, when you're questioning yourself, and I think that's when you know it's it's almost time to go. I mean, yeah, yep. granted. I mean, it was after two two bad losses. He didn't make those types of comments. Um, however, I think when you continue to have those thoughts and you continue to say these things, you know, and you, you try to play it off and you try to say, no, that's not what I meant. But I really do deep down inside think that that he's had these thoughts about retiring for quite a while, and I think it's going to depend on how far Steelers go in the, in the AFC this year. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get too far. I know a lot of people want to pick them. I, I even to a certain extent want to pick them, Cuervo, but you know, this year, I have to admit, the NFL has been like, you know, a lot of times you can kind of let the NFL steer itself. Um, this year, we're not really getting that, are we? I mean, we're getting a football team, you know, our football teams beating teams that they shouldn't be beating. So, you know, it, it's been it's been great for Vegas, I'm sure. Um, and, and they're loving it, but as far as pandemonium and teams that are I mean, we're talking about some teams that you would not think have a shot at, you know, playoffs, and and we're getting that. But, I mean, it could be because of the changing of the guards. Some of the older guys who have ran this NFL for the last six, seven years might be on their way out the doors, and then you're getting those new young guys in there. So you might get that that learning curve be off a little bit. So we might have the NFL be off a little bit. Yeah, I mean that, that, that could very well be the situation. I mean, you, you look at the uh, the uh, you know the prime prime players in the league, and a lot of them are getting older. I mean, there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of young, fresh talent. I mean, you've got your Odells and, and things like that, but you know, a lot of the greats in the league right now are are getting up there in age. So uh, it's it's, it's kind of like you know it comes in waves and. Right now, the wave that the last wave that hit in the league is starting to fade away. So, um, I'm sure another one's going to be coming soon. I mean, that's just the way it works in the game. So, um, and it could be this year in the draft with all the quarterback talent coming out. Absolutely, and and, and then you then you got to ask the question. I, I mean, and before I let you, break, I'm going to have you break your news. We talked about it yesterday. You know, uh, 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 when I was at work. So I'm going to have you break that news, but I want to find out. I want to talk Andrew Luck, okay? I mean, right now, the Colts are 2-4, and four, and believe it or not, they're not out of the playoffs. I mean, but, um, you know, with that division, the good thing about it, I just don't know if Andrew Luck has got what it's going to take, at least in today's NFL, to be successful coming off of an injury. I'm worried about Andrew Luck. I'm worried about him being what everybody thought he was going to be, which was the next big thing. He was going to be the next Peyton Manning, so much so he ended up on that team um, in Indianapolis. Had, you know, those first few years that he's still looking to. But right now, Equivo, this is a franchise that is without a leader, and it's obvious. I mean, two and four, they look lost. And right now, from what I'm looking at, there is no timetable on if he's going to play this year. Not when he's going to play, but if he's going to play this year. And if you're the Colts, man, that kills you right now. 
Oh, it absolutely does. I mean, when you think about it, they they allowed arguably one of the top five greatest quarterbacks in the history of the game to walk. Just they just showed him the door, and yep. they made room for this for you know for Andrew Luck. And now the concern is is, is he ever going to be the same guy? You know, and and it's not, it's, that's going to be a tough pill to swallow if you're the, if you're the Colts because you look at how Peyton recovered from his injury and he yes. continued to, when he had what, three, four more great seasons with the Denver Broncos. And then, you know, and then he decided after he won his second ring to call it a career. Cole's got to be sitting back and thinking, man, did we screw up? We yeah. Screwed up bad, you know? And, and, and rightfully so, because, you know, they thought, Hey, the younger guy is going to come in and, and he's he's and we're going to rebuild this team and and, and it's just unfortunate that these injuries have happened. But I'll tell you, Sonny, I've, I've been doing a lot of thinking and you know hearing people talk about it. Dear I say, I think the Colts should look into trading Andrew Luck. And then you're going to find got you're going to find teams you're going to find teams that are that will that will offer something for him. Um, don't expect, you know, three first-round picks, but you'll get something for him in return. But I really think that's the the direction that they should go. They should trade away Second Andrew Luck. See what you but – But would you get rid of him for anything less than a second-round draft pick? I mean, really, no. you look at Andrew Luck. But, I, I, but the value of what he can be, that's the only reason why. You don't think that anything – I mean – there are a lot of teams out there that need quarterbacks for it, though, and they're not necessarily great football teams. So giving up a second-round draft pick isn't going to necessarily hurt certain teams in the NFL. And some of them that – listen, Andrew, look, in San Francisco, you give up a second-rounder. I mean, because what's going on in San Francisco? I mean, it's 0-5, for God's sake with their newly acquainted, you know, you know, anointed general manager, John Lynch, doing such a wonderful job. You know, you know, it, I mean, Andrew Luck would be a great, a great fit. I mean, I don't know if fit, but a great guy that you could build around if you're the 49ers, and if it costs you a second-round draft pick, who gives a rip? That's what I'm saying. There's teams that are so bad at the quarterback position, who gives a rip? A first-round draft pick? I get it. They probably won't want to do it. But second rounder, I think I, I'm ready to pull the trigger on that. And that's even me. I've been so harsh on this guy for years. But I'd pull the trigger on Andrew Luck if I was uh, if I was San Francisco. Um, you know, that, that's just one team. I think there's plenty of teams that I think that could go ahead and afford to give up that second rounder for him. Well, I have to get a couple off, a couple off the top of my head. So, I mean, you mentioned San Fran, you, you know, I mean, I think, I think a team like, the, uh, you know, the Denver Broncos is an interesting one. Yes. because I mean, this is, this is a team with a solid defense and that's probably his best opportunity to get back to the AFC championship game and try to dethrone the New England Patriots. Uh, I think another team too, believe it or not, Sonny, <clears throat> I think the New York Giants are an interesting team. I think Absolutely. That, that could that could possibly work out, but you think about you know New York and the big stage, the you know the the media that comes with being in New York, 
Andrew Luck's not used to that. He went to a small school at Stanford. Yes, small. Pac-12. When it comes to the Pac-12, okay, they're middle to upper. You know, they're not Oregon. They're not USC. They're not the big-time schools that you always talk about when you're talking Pac-12 football. So he didn't see the, the media attention at that level, okay? Now you move on to the NFL. Indianapolis, I mean, Peyton made it what it was, but it's not right. New York. It's not Chicago. It's not, uh, you know, you know other, these other big cities, even Green Bay or Pittsburgh. Um, you know, it's not these these franchises with, you know, with the huge, you know, I guess uh, uh, media coverage that they that some of the Dallas is another example. So, I mean, Indianapolis, yeah, I mean, you know, for a while they had they had the big media coverage, but it wasn't on the level of some of those other franchises. So, you know, it's like how does Andrew Luck? handle that pressure if he does go to a team like the Giants or or the Jets. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things, you know, where that's going to be five years into it, two good years and uh, one mediocre and then the last two years are what they are, which is not playing. So um, sooner or later, as a franchise, you got to make that decision. But is five years a little too early to make that cut bait idea? It might be because even Sonny sees the ridiculousness of it um, as he was obviously highly touted going out first round, first pick in 2012. Um, So, you know, it is what it is. The guy, you know, he should be able to have the goods if you're going to be picked there. And I think out of all of them, you know, when you talk those number one draft picks and where they are as far as quarterbacks are concerned, I think he should be able to get it done. I just don't think the Colts are a good football team for him. So we'll see where he ends up. But now, having been said, I'm going to let Cuervo break this because I, I love it, but it'll be interesting. Let's, let me hit the button right there. Cuervo, take it over, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, Sonny. So, <clears throat> Um, the anonymous source of mine anonymous has informed source. me that, um, yeah, yeah, we, we, no names will be said. But um, coming out of out of Arizona, uh, it has been confirmed um, by the man himself, um, at least to my knowledge, that uh, head coach Brazarians will be retiring after this season, Sonny. So. It's going to be interesting to see what direction they go from there. Uh, and also, does that mean that Carson Palmer also uh, hangs the uniform up as well? So it'll Why be interesting not? to see what happens. But, yes, uh, my my uh, my knowledge of the situation is that, yeah, he hasn't announced it yet publicly, but um, behind closed doors, through close friends that he has talked to, uh, yeah, Bruce Arians is going to retire at the end of the season. And, and and right now, I'll tell you, the Arizona Cardinals, okay, as far as their coaching situation is concerned, they better get busy. Um, and the reason being is that you're, you're talking about a guy that has really took over this football team. At, you know, But I look at the football team where it is. Now, I was talking about it on Sunday before the game. 
did not expect them to win this game. I, I, even you didn't even expect the Arizona Cardinals to get the victory. That also having been said, that this team right now, you know, take away from last week. I don't want to take away from the fact they got the victory because every once in a while, even back in the early 2000s, they'll, they'll win a game here and there and surprise someone. But, man, they do not look good. This is a football team that does not look complete. And if they lose the guy that has been able to put them together for the last four or five years, Cuervo, this is not just a small hit. This is a huge impact in the side of a battleship, and this thing is going to sink and sink quick if they do not find the proper replacement. And I'm not talking about a guy that they feel confident in. I'm talking about a name. Somebody they can bring in that has real credentials and not just a uh, the future might be looking bright uh, when we bring this guy on. They need the proven guy that can get the job done because without that, the Arizona Cardinals can't get it done. They got if Arizona is going to be competitive, they need that they need that head coach and they need that Hall of Fame type quarterback that could lead them to any kind of positivity. Because all you got to do is take a look at what happened with him and Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner is that Hall of Fame guy, and this guy's a quality coach. When you only have the Hall of Fame quarterback guy and not the good coach, they don't play well. They need the combination of the one-two. And in Arizona's case, the most important position out on the football field is the head coach. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's the one that keeps everything glued together. So, um, now it is going to be interesting to see who they replace him with, and hopefully they're looking into it now, whoever, at least, I don't know if anybody within the organization knows about it, but, uh, you know, it's 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 going to be, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's ever too soon, Sonny, to look for the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals because that's that's going to be a tough one to replace. Yeah, I think they need and, to look and now. I it, and it will it will tear this team up, uh, you know, without having that that right guy. Um, and so um, there there seems to be some idea. I mean, I don't know. Should John? It, Every time a coach goes down, John Gruden is a guy that always seems to weasel his way in there to be heard about. Not that he's saying he wants to, but everybody says that you know, you know, John Gruden that should be that should be his team because obviously the Arizona Cardinals defense is is really really good. But you know, you know, just as when when you made that statement, you told me about it, what you were going to announce here, I remember. And I can't remember. I know it was around Christmas time last year. Um, he said he wasn't retiring at all, and he he was going to be there for a while. So the opportunity, you know, for Bruce Arians, this I don't think it's because of a desire of not wanting to coach. I think that this guy, you know, with the surgeries and things, you know, partially, uh, I think he had a kidney problem, if I'm not mistaken. So. I mean, he might still he, he might still be battling some health issues that might require them to go ahead and retire. It's not like the guy needs the money, so you know he, he'd be looking pretty good, um, and he probably has to look out 
I, I, do you think this is a, a, is a health thing, or do you think this is I'm sick of football, I've been doing it for 40 years? No, it's 100% health, Sonny. I mean, I, I don't see – when I watch Bruce Arians coach, uh, you know, on the sidelines in the game, I don't see a guy that doesn't want to be there. I don't see a guy that's content with, with his career and what he's done. I see a guy that just maybe physically doesn't feel like he can – go through the grind of a, of a six month season anymore physically. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's a mental, I don't think it's too much mental. Um, but I definitely think it's physically just due to his illnesses. So I 100% think it's, it's due to uh, his health. Um, yeah. Like you said, it's not about money. It's not about whether he enjoys coaching or nothing like, cause I, I honestly, I definitely think he does. It's just, well, I just don't think health is, is matching what his uh, mind is telling him. Yeah, I, I don't think it is either, but, but this guy's been through the ringer. He's been everywhere as far as coaching is concerned. You know, obviously the situation with Indianapolis, you know, you know, getting coach of the year as an assistant, you know, head coach after what went on up there, Um it was obviously the right thing for the Cardinals to go out and get this guy. I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy that has been compared to Jeff Fisher when he was good, um, you know, and then he actually, you know, hurdled Jeff Fisher to be a much better uh, head coach than, than, than he ever was. But obviously Fisher's had the jobs for a lot longer. Um, but you, you, you think about what's happening with this guy you know, Fisher, I think it was 16 years with the Tennessee Titans, then he did the Rams bet. So, you know, that's a long, long time to coach. Uh, and that as a head coach. Now, now, just imagine within that time being the offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator before you end up getting that, that, that full-time gig. So um, this uh-huh. is big news out of Arizona, and they've got to make some very, very smart decisions. Because I, I'm going to tell you, the fact they don't have a franchise quarterback and they're living off of their retreads is what kills this football team in reality. Yeah, I mean, Sonny, wouldn't it be crazy if, you know, obviously, and this is the perfect scenario for the Arizona Cardinals, they find the right coach to Bruce Arians, and on top, they find their way into the top 10 of the NFL draft, and they draft in one of these golden arm quarterbacks that are coming out of out of uh, college next year. You know, yeah. I mean, that that's something that I think de- Arizona definitely has to be thinking about is, you know, if, if, we're, if we're a playoff team or if we're not a top 10 draft team, we need to find our way back into the top 10. So, Look for Arizona to be active, I think, in the draft. Uh, I know this is, you know, what, six, seven months away. But, you know, it's it's forward thinking. And, and I think, yeah. you know, you think about those things and you wonder, like, what's the mindset of the Arizona Cardinals once all this news comes out and you know, where they are as a franchise? Because I think, obviously, the quarterback's the most important thing. I still think they need a running game, okay? I, I, I mean, Adrian Peterson looked great, don't get me wrong. He's also 32 years old, and who's to say yep. something doesn't happen to him next week? Yeah, I mean, that's, how, that's, that's almost the story every year with Adrian Peterson now. He has a great game, and then something bad happens. You know, and I'm not yep. wishing it on him, 
I'm just saying that's just the way it goes for certain guys in, in the NFL. And for a guy like AP, you know, after 135 yards and two touchdowns, I mean, people are going to be paying attention to him now. And yeah. that's going to equal, you know, more uh, more hits. So, Cuervo, this guy's going to rush for 50, they get a running game yards for the next three games. That's just the way – it's the pattern of him. He'll have a good game, and then he'll go 50, 60 yards for two or three games and then rip off another one. That's just what AP does. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. But you know, and that's if he can. That's even if he stays healthy. You know, and that's another yep. thing too. Is you got to stay healthy. Definitely. So Bruce Arians not going to coach this team next year. So the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock more more so than the team that ends up with the first pick of the NFL. I'm telling you right now. This is a big move. Now, there's other teams in the NFL that are probably considering coaching changes and things, but not so much of the, the magnitude of how much a guy means to a franchise. They would be getting, they would be losing this guy more so than wanting to get rid of him. And believe me, those are two different scenarios. Oh, yeah, yeah, two different scenarios, and, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, having to replace those those guys is not going to be easy. So that's what I'm saying. You know, Arizona should be on the phone right now, taking care of business. I mean, don't wait till the yeah. last minute because I promise you, there's other teams out there that are that are on the phone doing the same thing you're doing. So, or, or you're attempting yep. to do. Andrew Luck to the Arizona Cardinals. Watch out. <laughs> that's a joke. That's it's a, not even what? a rumor. Another team. That's, yeah, and that's, exactly. and that's another team that could that could benefit from him. Give up a second rounder. Who cares? Exactly. You know, to me, if 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 you offer a second rounder, plus agrees to it, I mean, I wouldn't let them off the phone until the deal's done. That's <laughs> that's my philosophy. Like, let's slap the table. Let's let's you know shake hands through the phone or whatever you got to do. Um, you don't let that deal go. You don't. Think yeah. about it, or you know, because there's another team I guarantee that that is right there offering a second and a third, or a second and a fourth. You know, so, and that would be. I, mean, a, I think a, if you can get away with a it, do story. it. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I, and I and I would even go as far as saying I think the Colts should look into trading T.Y. Hilton as well, the wide receiver. Uh, the Colts are beginning to fall apart, and that's and that's too bad for that franchise because of the success, obviously, the Peyton Manning and what Peyton Manning means and meant to that program in the first place or that franchise in the first place. Uh, now it, it's it's just sad. It's just kind of like watching the Denver Broncos, you know, you know, after John Elway retired and watch the wheels fall off of that thing, um, and that's kind of what we're getting over there with, you know, right now with Indianapolis. Because Indianapolis, I mean, we should be talking about Indianapolis winning the the AFC South by, you know, by default, like we've done before, like when Andrew Luck was there. Um, but not able to get the and, – and they haven't been able to. So interesting situation, mm-hmm. the, the whole thing, you know, how that could work out, you know, 
I think I think Andrew Luck is going to be on the move here within the next two or three years. He's not going to be a Colt, and but I think and the pro and I honestly think it's the team more so than him. So yeah, because I think the guy could have some success uh, later on uh, for a different football team. So that, that that that's an interesting story in itself. Now this week. We got a game that's Thursday night that is AFC Championship quality. The only problem is, how are we going to get that quality, Cuervo? Um, as the Kansas City Chiefs, they are 5-1 and one right now on top of the mm-hmm. division, losing last week. You have the Oakland Raiders, and they're playing this game, obviously, in Oakland. So this is a big, big game within the division. But this is AFC Championship type of game that is headed. And you've got to love it. For the first time, I think, that Thursday Night Football got it right. Oh, yeah, they most definitely got it right, Sonny. I mean, this, is, this, could, have been, this could have been the Sunday night game. It could have been the Monday night game. Absolutely. But at least it's a night. It's a night game, which is good. I mean, that's, you're talking okay. about primetime AFC top quality football. You know, on a Thursday night, Ooh, you can't beat that. And and this one, it, it, and you know, last week, I mean, well, it's better than this Monday night's football game, Washington and Philadelphia. Although that's going to be a dogfight, it's going to be. But and then Sunday nights, Atlanta and New England. So, really, the NFL got this week right as far as the games were concerned. And, and this one here, I, I, I look at Kansas City and, you know, that loss, I, I, I don't even – I don't know about you, but I don't even worry about that loss if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. You're 5-1. and one, You're in full command of what's going on over in your own division, which in reality is the thing you got to do first. Forget about winning – championships or anything you got to win your division first and right now Kansas City they're on top of it right now um but you know falling to the Pittsburgh Steelers I don't think that's anything they need to really worry about right now Cuervo no you 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 got to put that game behind you you forget about it you know you take you take the loss and and you just move on I mean so what if you don't go undefeated like it why does that even matter right now? I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs haven't been to a Super Bowl. They haven't won a – I don't think they've ever won a Super Bowl, but they haven't been to one since – They won the NFL championships before the Super Bowl was the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the last time they went to one, I think, you know, it was Super Bowl three. So that was like 40-some-odd 40, 40 years ago. So, I mean – Yep. Uh, the fact that you're worried about going undefeated, like you got – have bigger goals than that so um you know you put that game behind you i mean you know the steelers decided to show up and they beat you i mean that's that to me it's it's almost like the steelers are their kryptonite now that's yeah. what it feels like like when it comes to the chiefs pittsburgh is their kryptonite because they've shown they could beat new england they've shown they could beat the raiders they've shown that they could beat the other powerhouses that you know the broncos they've shown they could beat those teams uh, you know, as far as the AFC picture is concerned, but the Steelers, for some reason, they can't get past those guys. So, yep. You know, I'm I I am officially, at least for this show, anointing the Pittsburgh Steelers, Sonny, as the Kansas City Chiefs kryptonite. 
<laughs> as it is. And it's got to be a bad taste that's left in their mouth, too, because not only, you know, do you lose the undefeated thing, you know, I, I out of all of it, I, that's the last part of it. you got to be able to get, you know, when a team has your number, that's the that's the thing that hurts more. It's not about the undefeated thing. Hell, no one's done that forever. So that that's got to be the last thing that they're worried about. It's more about the fact on who beat you. And you know, Kansas City, you're right. This is the football team's got to put that one behind because you don't know what Oakland Raider team is going to show up. Will it be with uh, you know Carr at the quarterback at 100 percent, 80 percent, 70, whatever you're going to get. Um, but this one right here, this is a grind within the division. This is a game Kansas City really losing to the to the Steelers doesn't really affect them per se, except till later on down if they start losing games. But this one right here, this one can cost you a guaranteed spot in the uh, in the playoffs by you know winning the division. Sure, I mean yeah, I mean but that's and that's the goal for everybody is to win the division and. You know, the Raiders, I think there's a lot of pressure on the Raiders, especially yes. for this game tomorrow, just because you look at they lost to the damn Chargers. Like, how did that happen, first of all? If you're a Raiders exactly. fan, you've got to be uh, looking at, in the mirror and thinking to yourself, how the hell did my team just lose to the stinking Chargers by one point? And the game was yes. at home. Yeah. Now they get now they get Kansas City at home. You get the Raiders have to have this win, Sonny. If if they're gonna be your Super Bowl pick, like you like you called, if they're gonna be that pick, they have to win this game tomorrow. If they don't win this Absolutely. game tomorrow, they drop. If I'm not mistaken, they drop to two and five. They will drop to two yes. and five, and be winless in the division. They will yes. be winless in their division. They've that is not a good spot for the it, Raiders. It's been a. They've lost four in a row, and obviously, when you lose their car, you're you're obviously losing the franchise. You're obviously losing that. But you, out of those games, you've got to be able to get one of them. And the Chargers was a, was a team where they needed to get that one. You know, I I didn't want to pull the trigger on that one because their car and even their car at eighty percent. I think they should be able to get three touchdowns in the game. Well, that didn't happen. Um, they lose the game 17-16. Um, so now they need to get that vic- – they need to get back up on the road. And, they, first of all, they get the home game. After a loss like that, at least they're home. But, man, when you got the chug in Kansas City Chiefs, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They did lose last week, but they just don't make a lot of mistakes. So you, you can't drop two games – you know, you know, another game and another game at home against this Chiefs football team. So um, the Chiefs right now, they have got to maybe try to get that streak back. So it's an important game for both of them because what happens to what I find in the AFC, when you're a team that's doing really, really good, you rip off a few, you have a tendency to drop a few. And sometimes that's to a team that you shouldn't have, a la last week and the Raiders losing to the Chargers. And so the Kansas City Chiefs cannot afford to be losing another game, even though they're 5-1 and one right now. 
five and two is is pedestrian. The the so the six and one makes them a damn good football team. But the five and two that's a big difference. That game that one game is I think huge. So this game here, I mean, we actually got a game that means something on Thursday night. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really good one too. I mean, you know. It, Despite the record of the Raiders, Sonny, I mean, that doesn't take away from the level of talent that the Raiders have. Uh, and, and I think they could, it could very well become, you know, a very entertaining game tomorrow. So I'm going to be looking for that one. But, you know, it's funny, Sonny. Something just came across my phone on my ESPN alerts. And it's yeah. funny that we were just talking about Andrew Luck. So there is some news about Andrew Luck. And it's not good if you're an Indianapolis Colts fan. So. Oh, well, hold on now, Cuervo. That having been said, we were just done talking about him. So you, what you were saying is you got well, what I'm news saying is that is not good news. No, it's not good news. Now, it's not, it's not the news that everybody uh, is expecting me to say. However it kind of feels like it's leading to it. So um, news coming out of Indianapolis is that Andrew Luck has incurred a setback on, on his rehab from his shoulder. He has been shut down, Sonny. He is not – he is shut down. He's been cut off from uh, doing any more throwing drills. So he's not even allowed to throw anymore. So he, he is wow. a major setback right now for recovering from his shoulder injury. This this sounds really serious. It does. That it, it's interesting that you um uh that that you state that because you're talking you if you're taking the step back of the of those kind of things what happens is is that I I take a look at this and I why you wouldn't publish this guy that's six weeks. Listen, if you're out six weeks with a high ankle sprain, whatever the hell Andrew Luck is going through on a setback, it's going to cost him six games. You put with this guy, and then you've got to ask the question, do you even risk this guy this year out on the football field if these next, you know, let's say six weeks are not, you know, productive to where they can even be close to making the playoffs. Do you risk an Andrew Luck on meaningless games at the end of the year, which means absolutely nothing when it comes to the next season? No, absolutely not, Sonny. I mean, I think at this point, honestly, if I'm the Indianapolis Colts, uh, I think two words come to mind, injured reserve. I mean, there's just really no other way to put it. I mean, I, I think you have to do it. You have to pull the plug, and you have to say to yourself that, this shoulder, it's a shoulder injury, if I'm not mistaken. But this shoulder injury is a lot more serious than everybody realizes. So, um, you know, I, I really think that uh, that's something that really has to be addressed if you're the, uh, you know, if you're the Colts. So, I mean, injured reserve is probably the best option right now. And, no, I mean, the way you could sell it to other teams if you decide to trade him is like, look, you know, we, we, we sat him out for the season. He's, he's recovering very nicely. Uh, you know, he's throwing the ball well, whatever, whatever you got to say. And, 
I think it's in the best interest of the Colts. You know, get him healed up as fast as possible, as best as possible, and find a way to, uh, you know, make him tradable and get something good right. out of it. You know, I mean, you can't if he's if he's if that shoulder is, is screwed up, you're not getting any more than I'd say a fourth round pick for him. But if if you can allow him to get a surgery or, or you know, some sort of therapy or rehab, whatever he needs to do to strengthen that shoulder up again and be able to throw, I think it's very, very realistic, Sonny, that they can get a second round pick from someone in in the off season. So if if the Colts do some thinking ahead, then I think the best option is to put him on IR and, and you know, just shut him down for the season. Yep, and, and Sonny's not thinking correctly because the pup list is not available during the season. I, I it Just because I think six weeks, why not? Pup list is not available during the season. I always thought it was, and I, I am incorrect because I'm not, I think it was you who told me that, that it was. I thought it was, but it is not available during the So not only that, Cuervo, you've got to make a decision on a roster spot for this guy. Now, you know, having and having Andrew Luck on your roster, you know, I don't know what that does for you right now, especially if he's there. So, um, but it is a decision you got to make. You got to decide to uh, go ahead and make the move, whether you're going to IR him or if you're going to go ahead and keep him on the roster. How important is that one spot on your 53-man roster? Do you keep an Andrew Luck there, uh, but? I guess as soon as we find out a little bit more on what the setback was and what it was about is going to be the huge news. We'll probably know more about that on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and then, you know, that's, that's what everybody's going to be waiting for is what's the status on Andrew Luck. You know, what's this we're hearing about, you know, there's a setback in his rehab or his recovery you know, I think at that point, Sonny, I mean, all the, there's going to be a lot of rumors starting to go around about him getting traded or, or, oh my, I mean, God, do we even dare to say released cut? That's a lot of money well, if, if you do that. I don't know. Do you cut Andrew Luck? I mean, geez, everybody would be breaking their neck. That's a trade. I don't think you, you end up getting Andrew Luck. I mean, even hurt. I mean, their football teams, they got to take that risk hey, with Andrew know Luck. They they did it to Peyton Manning, Sonny. I'm sure you could have well, gotten something for Peyton Manning, but they well, didn't Peyton do it. Peyton Manning wasn't he a lot older at that time? I mean, we're talking about a guy who was in the league for 14, 15 years at that time, compared to an Andrew Luck that's in his fifth, I think. So, I mean, yeah, that kind of potential. A good point. I don't know. I don't know. I I see why Peyton might have because because here's the thing. You know, even if Peyton does it, you know, he, Peyton Manning doesn't have to go to any certain team. Um, but I, I don't know if the Indianapolis Colts care about his feelings on where he would end up or not. Um, but there are some teams out there that can – then that's why we talk about the Arizona Cardinals and Bruce Arians and stuff. How I was talking about this last year, you know, pulling him down there to Arizona – at least they'd have that franchise quarterback all set because there was speculation about Bruce Arians retiring 
even in 2016, now that he's probably not going to be out for his own lips, that creates a different story for the Arizona Cardinals and where they're going for their future. So Andrew Luck could have been the idea, but man, could you imagine some football teams, the Jets, the Giants, the Jets or Giants, either one of them could be there for Andrew Luck. Um, and by the way, you were mentioning something that I found very interesting. I, I, I think, as far as New York is concerned, and the, the papers and the high, you know, the high focus on that, me thinking that if you're the Jets and you have, you know, guys at the quarterback position that can handle it, such as, oh, geez, um, who's the quarterback? Uh, uh, try, um Todd Tryon, Todd Tryon, I'm getting close. Uh, what uh, The kid's first name is Todd, the quarterback for the Jets. What's his name? Oh, Josh McCown. Well, Josh McCown, who's the other dude? Um, or did he go to a different team? I, 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 the, the quarterback from last year. If those guys can handle the media in New York, I think Andrew Luck could handle the media in New York. I mean, I mean, granted, it'd be different than what's in Indianapolis because remember, the only thing that's in Indianapolis are the Pacers, the Indy 500, and the Colts. So there's nothing really else out there, you know, as far as that's concerned. So now, Grant. Yeah. So um, I mean, but I mean, well, I, do you think that Andrew Luck can? Ha- I mean, I think Andrew Luck can handle the New York media. I think I would think anyway. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I think can adjust to it. It's just going to take some time. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I mean, I feel like he can, he'll be fine. It's just, like I said, it'll take a little bit of time, but it's, you know, teams like that suddenly have to, you know, be able to build around him fast, especially the Jets. I mean, yeah, you don't bring a quarterback in there like an Andrew Luck to just say, "All right, Jeremy Curley's your best receiver. Go." Exactly. Uh, that that don't quite work out. Now, if he goes to the Giants, obviously yes. you got Beckham there. You got uh, Evan Ingram, the rookie tight end. It's a lot more appealing to a guy like Andrew Luck. To say, oh, yeah, Brandon Marshall. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brandon Marshall. I mean, he's on a two-year contract, so he'll be back next year for the Giants. But yep, you know, all for your Andrew Luck, which sounds which sounds like the better deal to you. Obviously, the Giants are going to be the better deal. But you know, it's, are the Giants willing to number one part ways with Eli Manning, and number two give up what Indianapolis is going to ask for if they decide to trade him to get him. That would be interesting because you know draft picks would be part of it, and then the um, then after that, if draft picks are part of what's going on, um, who else would be part of that trade in order to get them? Because you know Bobby's going to go there too, so it's not just going to be uh, it's not just going to be a draft pick. I don't think anyway. I I would think they'd probably want to pull somebody as well. Uh, so it'd be interesting news along there. So. Um, by the way, I started off the show, Kaepernick, every time a quarterback goes down, everybody thinks Colin Kaepernick is the guy that could step in, take over the thing, I, I, take over the whole thing. 
There's only one quarterback that went down that Colin Kaepernick could step in for, and that would be Jameis Winston. Not in Green Bay. It's not the offense, but I think Colin Kaepernick, if you're going to replace him, now granted, they got the backup there, you know, in, in Tampa Bay. Um, I Shoot, his name's skipping my mind. But, I mean, if there was a team that needed a quarterback that went down this weekend, I think Colin Kaepernick would be better off in a Tampa Bay because, I mean, everybody thinks Dirk Cotter, he is this quarterback guru. Maybe Dirk Cotter can resurge Colin Kaepernick's career down there in Tampa Bay. I think that'd be a good fit, actually. Yeah, I mean, it could be, but give me a break. Dirk Cotter revitalizing Colin Kaepernick's career. <laughs> Come on, Sonny, really? That's, oh, that's man, you're the only happen. one that caught the sarcasm in that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> of course, because I know you too well, Sonny, but, you know, not uh, only do we feel like Colin Kaepernick's not the guy in Green Bay, did you hear the comments by Mike McCarthy? My goodness, I mean, how offensive. How offended was he when somebody asked him about bringing Colin Kaepernick in? And he he wants no part of Kaepernick. I'm sorry. He's not going to come out and publicly say it. But when he says that Brett Hundley is going to start next week and, you know, it's unfortunate that Aaron goes down and somebody asked him about Colin Kaepernick and McCarthy's response was, well, did you hear what the hell I just said? Brad Hundley is going to start next week. Yeah, he got upset. So I think it's that great. Tells me, that tells me. That, that, that's code for I want nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick. He's not coming to Green hey. Bay. We're not going to work yep. him out. I don't want to yep. see a throw from him. He better not come out here on a plane because he's wasting his time. That's what that told me. It's next man up, and he is not up. He is not on the team, so he can't be the next man up. I, and they'll live, they'll live on that. So, which when I when I'm sitting here reading, should the Packers pursue that, or even Tony Romo? I mean, Tony Romo is going nowhere, guys. I, I told everybody, and you want to love on Tony Romo playing for anybody but the Dallas Cowboys? You all are crazy. There's not enough money. He's going to be a Dallas Cowboy if he's going to do anything. So the only quarterback going down that Tony Romo is going to replace is Dak Prescott, period. Right, right, exactly. So, I'm looking at this. Should Romo replace uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers? Oh, he lived up there. So what? The guy has a million-dollar mansion down here in Dallas, Texas. He doesn't have a shack or anything in Green Bay. Maybe his parents live there. Yeah. You know, but that's it. There's no there's, honestly. I, I, I love the way they latch on to that. Well, he's from Green Bay. Who gives a rip? <laughs> he he's from Green Bay. So what? I mean, look how good it's working out for you know Marshawn Lynch in Oakland. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what, though? It's, it's crazy as it sounds, though, Sonny. I mean, this is me not, not – all joking aside, I think he enjoys the broadcasting with Jim Nance. I think he does. I think it. he I does, think he too. Not only yeah, that, he's, I he's loving he's life good. right now. I think he's good. Yeah, he does. I, 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 he does I love – 
that's what it is, Cuervo. It's so different and it's so, you know, quote unquote off the wall as some broadcasters have said. But you want to know, you, the NFL knows how to move with the times. And new younger people are loving a Tony Romo on that broadcasting booth. The old school broadcasters, yeah, they're looking at it and going, nah, that doesn't taste very good to me. But the, I'm telling you right now, the new youth is loving the Tony Romo right now because they're learning more about the game, more so than living through the traditions and what you should and should not say from an old-time broadcaster, not saying that it's a bad thing for him to be that way. It's just the way that it is. Yeah, I mean, and it is, that's yeah, that's just the way it goes, like you said. But, yeah, I really think, like, he enjoys it and he's good at it. I mean, he's real good I, at it. I think he's so. great. I I think he's great, and I don't think there's any reason uh, to go anyplace else. You, you know, it, it, but you know, Green Bay—they've got a question. They've got to figure out what they are going to do with the quarterback position. Um, you know, so you know, but it, it's a question that has been and you know asked and answered very you know forcefully. Um, and and I believe it. And and you know, I don't know, you know. There's going to be, you know, the way he answered that, by the way, Cuervo, you know he's going to be up underneath a lot of, you know, people, you know, why did you answer it that way? You know, it, they're, they're going to figure out a way to get that agenda of Colin Kaepernick in there. Why would you have to answer it that way? Well, because it's not, you know, it, it's not, it's not nowadays that you can't just go ahead and say, no, this guy sucks. We don't want him. I mean, and Lord forbid that you're talking about Colin Kaepernick and all the things that it raises. But I'm telling you right now, and we talk, I, I briefly touched on this at the beginning of the show, Colin Kaepernick is not going to see a blade of grass this year after his latest move filing a grievance against NFL owners. I mean, that's not going to make this guy popular at all, and, you know, moving forward to where they go, oh, yeah, we'll take a Colin Kaepernick right now. If anything, man, he is just – almost guaranteeing that he's not going to see the field this year. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, he's been out, he's been out of the game for too long. Um, you know, even after half a season, plus on top of that, he's got to learn a whole new offense, you know, assuming he doesn't go back to San Francisco, which he probably isn't, but you know, it's going to be tough. Uh, I, I don't see – Kaepernick playing in the league this year, and it's nothing against him, so I don't want to hear the whole, well, you know, you're just a racist, you know, like everybody else. It's not that. It's just I don't think, I think he has sat out too long to get back into it. It's just not, I think it wouldn't work for him. You know, I, I think what the problem here is, is when you do what you're doing, okay, and you're Colin Kaepernick, which, by the way, I still fully support what this cat's doing. I mean, I love the fact that he's standing on what he's doing, and I'm going to give him that. Um, but you, you're you're swinging for the fences when you decide that you're going to go ahead and file a grievance against the NFL, against the owners. I, you're, I, I guess the the thinking is is that you know just because some guys go against you and they don't like you. You've got to go ahead and deal with that portion of it. And whether or not you play again, you've got to take a look back and realize that it, it, 
the reaction of what happened and that you're not playing, it at least offended 32 people, and that being the owners of NFL football teams. And whether or not you like it or not is irrelevant. It's the fact this guy is still not playing. So, you know, they, they – they can go ahead, and I, I've heard things about uh, Kaepernick's uh, uh, lawyers talking about a quote-unquote smoking gun about collusion against the guy. There's nothing that says they, they can't do this, okay? There's nothing that says that they can't because this is sports, and you keep guys, all of them, and Kaepernick coming out and blaming Donald Trump for the NFL's collusion against him, I think the guy's almost delusional. Well, I mean, because it's, 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 you know, blaming the president, especially in the past, what, six years or however, you know, few past few years, he, the president has become an easy target to put the blame on things. And yes. To me, I think it's, I think it's, it's absurd that, you know, you sit here and you blame the president for, because I, of one comment it, that he made. And now, now it's exactly. all his fault. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, now it's the president's fault. But which, by the way, you didn't play. You, 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 you don't have a job. And when all this was going down, you know, and you were taking the knee, Donald Trump wasn't president. So yeah, let, let's get that. I mean, come on, let's get serious here. So I, I mean, right. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you had all last well, year to it, find something. Now you, now you found your perfect scapegoat. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, Sonny. Exactly. So it's it's really it's mind-boggling to uh, to think about. Yeah, big time. I, I like you know Richard Sherman. He's still going with it, and he's living on it. I mean, uh, in fact, he's come out and pretty much says Richard Sherman. You know, the NFL owners. You know, the idiots are keeping Colin Kaepernick out of the NFL. Um, so. You know, there's another guy that's going to – sooner or later, your talent is going to, you know, diminish, and then your reactions and what you say are going to be more than what your talent can back up on on the football field. And if Richard Sherman doesn't watch out, Cuervo, he's going to find himself in the same position as Colin Kaepernick is. Yeah, I mean, there's only – you know, you've got to watch the uh... – the line, you know, there's that that line that you just don't cross. Sherman's got to be careful that he doesn't cross it, because yeah. that could equal, you know, I mean, it could equal anything: fines, suspensions. I mean, you know, Pete Carroll could be forced to cut him from the team, release, be released, or they could just do exactly. it and not tell Pete Carroll. I mean, who the hell knows? With the way things are going in Seattle, Sonny, I mean, there's a lack of communication that you've talked about before. Wouldn't surprise me if something like Richard Sherman being released without Pete Carroll knowing. Wouldn't surprise me if something like that happened. Hey, I mean, seriously, it, it it wouldn't surprise me either. But that's the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, you say whatever you want about you know the the Seahawks, which, by the way, you know they're right now probably. You know, I don't know if they're going to win this division. I mean, they're going to be in a dogfight with the Rams right now. I mean, theoretically, if you kind of see what history brings you, 
Hey, you know, Cardinals right now, they're done. The Cardinals are not – and I picked them to win this division. They are playing so bad. And I don't give a rip what they did last week. You know, they got the victory. Whoop-de-doo. They're, they're still a bad football team. Uh, you know, you, you had the 49ers. They're, they're, they're god-awful. Um, so, you know, it is really Seattle's division pro- quite possibly to lose. Because, I'm sorry, the Rams are not going to continue – I think, I think, I think they're going to get that, you know, come to Jesus kind of thing. They're four and two right now, you know, so Seattle has got the opportunity to be able to move up and win this division still, but they got to start winning football games. They're three and two. They shouldn't, you know, so, and if I'm not mistaken, they were on the bye last week. So, you know, they have the New York giants this week. If they don't go in and beat the New York giants, this week, I'm going to be shaking my head about the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, because that that'll be another team that it's like you just can't figure them out. You just can't yeah. figure out what what the Seahawks are. And you know, as soon as you want to anoint them as like, okay, they're they're one of the elite teams in the NFC, they turn around and they lose to a to a mediocre team, and it's like, yep, uh, maybe you know, like Dennis Green. Maybe you're not who we thought you were, you know? So exactly. That's, you can say that about, about the Raiders. You can say that about the Steelers. You can say yes. that about the Seahawks. I mean, the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons are another one. It's like, what the oh, hell man. happened? I think the, what the, I think the Detroit Lions happened? are another one. Yeah, the Detroit Lions are another one. I would even say it about the – no, I won't go as far as saying that about the Saints. I mean, the Saints got really lucky – I mean, who expected their defense to have three touchdowns? If you exactly. knew, uh, trust me. Let me get your let me get your phone number so that way we can make some money together. You know what I mean? So, exactly. Uh, I, I want to be any, your next yeah, I don't best think friend. Expected that. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I want to say, yeah. I mean, that's, like you said, Sonny, the NFL was so out of whack. It was like sending the clowns, as you say. Exactly. I mean, losing to Miami, I mean, at home, and you're the Atlanta Falcons, and you can't put more than two touchdowns up on the board, which which begs the question, when we saw the picture of Julio Jones jumping around, was that guy ready? You have to ask yourself, was he really ready? Um, I I went up on – I was about ready to pick Miami, and so you said Julio Jones was in the lineup. I had Miami in that. Um, but when when Julio Jones is in the lineup, he's just that different guy. He's the one that cha- he's the one that makes you change your pick from the Miami Dolphins back to Atlanta, and that's what happened last week as far as where he was at. So when you look at the Atlanta Falcons right now in this division, the Saints right now uh, it quietly have uh, ripped off a few. So watch out for that. That You know, that, but that defense has got awful. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's very bad. I mean, one so, of the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, it, 
And, but, but, you know, they've managed to rip a few off here. I mean, they've won three games in a row. Very quietly, by the way, Cuervo, because if, if someone walked up to me, and I didn't look at I just looked at the stat. If someone came up to me and said, Sonny, you know the Saints have won three in a row, I'd go, yeah, right. Against who? So, you know, they've been doing it quietly. Um, so, you, you look, at, look at that whole situation. Now, in that game, by the way, Cuervo, Julio Jones had six receptions, 72 yards. Now, that's a pedestrian for that guy. So that guy is fully not 100% yet. And um, when when you are a, a guy like Matt Ryan, you're going to have to figure out how to play without your guys. I mean, and it's obvious that right now Matt Ryan is – Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is only as good as they, they can put out on the football field when they're 100% healthy because anytime they're any bit not healthy, they're banged up a little bit, you, you're not getting Matt Ryan being the guy because he's not getting the guys to throw to. They're not getting open, and he can't get the ball to them. And I think this Matt Ryan, I think, is a victim of some injuries and that's not his fault. He doesn't have anybody else to throw the football to. Sanu is out. Now you have Julio Jones. I mean, geez, their, their, top, their top receiver was Julio Jones with 72 yards. After that, it was a, 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 the tight end Hooper. He had seven catches, 48 yards, Cuervo. And, and then a bunch of no-namers. Hall at the wide receiver. Gabriel at the wide receiver. Harvey at the wide receiver. Um, the only one I actually heard of was Harvey. Um, you know, but – I mean, when you don't have that number one, number two, and you're Matt Ryan, you're in a lot of trouble. And, and I don't think they're going to get the victory this week. Of course, we'll talk about that Sunday. But Matt Ryan, where is he at right now, you think? What was the question? I'm sorry. It was breaking up Sunday. Where, where, oh, and it might, my Bluetooth might be dying. So, But where do you think Matt Ryan is? In the meantime, I'll switch back to a regular earpiece. Well, I can hear you good now. So you said, where is Matt Ryan, like mentally? Yeah. I mean, where do you think he is? I mean, you, you don't have Julio Jones at 100%. You don't have Sanu. You got a bunch of other guys that are out there, you know, playing for you that are literally no-namers in reality. You don't have – I mean, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan, I think Matt Ryan has to have 100% healthy because even when Julio Jones is hurt – you know, he doesn't play up to the standards. And I, I think out of all of them, the Sanu one is the most important injury. You, you lose Julio Jones. You know what Julio Jones brings to your football team. It's the hidden value of Sanu of, you know, for the Falcons that make them better. And when you don't have that guy in the lineup, that, that just increases how bad that they – well, I don't want to say they play bad, Cuervo, but they're just not getting the job done when they're not completely healthy. Well, I'll put it to you like this, Sonny. Let's ask Andy Dalton if he misses Muhammad Sanu in Cincinnati right now. With all the attention uh, yeah. that A.J. Green gets, with, with all the attention that A.J. Green gets, I'm sure he would love to have a second guy that he could depend on uh, to yeah. throw the football to. Good right point. now, right now the, the Bengals don't have that. Tyler Eifert's been hurt. Uh, Tyler Boyd is, is not really a liable number two guy. Um, 
you know, John John Ross, the rookie, the the speedster rookie, is is been hurt. So, I mean, where's you know who's the who's the number two guy in Cincinnati? That's the question. And I tell you, like I said, I mean, I bet Andy Dalton will love to have Sanu back, but you oh, know, yeah. the front office made the decision. Him and Marvin Jones both were on that yes. Cincinnati Bengals just two years ago. And uh, they're both gone now. But Matt Ryan. I forgot about Ryan, Marvin Jones. That was a big loss for him too. You're right. It was. You know. I mean, I, they put all the eggs in, in the in the AJ Green basket, and look where it's gotten them. So, but uh, you know, as far as the Falcons, though, I mean, I, I mean, anybody that loses their best receiver, Sonny, it's going to hurt them. And look at look how Eli Manning looked without Odell Beckham Jr. Look at how, you know, uh, you know. T- Who's some of the other big receivers? I mean, hell, if AJ Green goes down, look at how Andy Dalton looks. I mean, when uh, you know, I mean, the, even Jay Cutler down in, in Miami with Jarvis Landry uh, being in and out of the lineup, he's a different guy. So yep. any any team, any team without their top receiver, I mean, Des Bryant makes a huge difference in Dallas since you know for the locals down there. I mean, Dak Prescott. Can can do without Des Bryant, but I tell you, it's a lot harder. It's a lot more challenging without him. So, um, you know, it's it's just it's a huge challenge when when uh, quarterbacks don't have their top top receiver. I mean, exactly. Tom Brady. There's there's only one Tom Brady out there, and he can do it with anybody. But even without a Gronk, I mean, he, he has trouble. So. Absolutely, um, but yeah, I mean, so so not having Julio Jones, yeah, that definitely hurts Matt Ryan. It's challenging. So uh, he would absolutely love to have him, but you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes with these wide receivers and the injuries. Yep. Who wins the NFC North, Corvo? The NFC North. Um, I would have to say. You know, depending uh, depending on the quarterback situation in Minnesota, I think I think the Vikings are probably in the best spot to win that division now. Wow, I'm I'm going to go the Lions now. Now, obviously, the asterisk next to that is Matthew Stafford's you know injury. Will he be able to come? We talked about it last week. It's the reason why we didn't. Neither one of us picked the Lions. He's a one-legged man now. Um, ankle and a hammy. He might have been able to get away with the ankle. He might have been able to get away with just a hammy. But when you put those, you got a one-legged man out there for the Lions. And you know, it, I I will say I think it'll just depend on how long that um, Matthew Stafford is going to be a liability as the quarterback for the Lions because I know I know it sounds stupid to say that, but when this guy's hurt, it, look early in this career, Cuervo, this guy was very unproductive when he was hurt out on the football field. It wasn't until he got completely healthy did he be, become this guy that could throw four or five, you know, four in between 4,500 and 5,000 yards a year. Now, they're back to playing experiment with him now 
being injured, the question is, is with him being a little bit more mature, can he handle it and get the job done? And that's what's going to be the big question up there at the quarterback position for the Detroit Lions. No, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, I – I hope the Lions have a good insurance policy because if Stafford goes down, who the hell's gonna? Who's the backup over there? Is it Sean Hill still? I don't know if it's Sean Hill anymore. It might be somebody else, but that's going to be interesting. If I hope for Lions' sake, Stafford doesn't, uh, you know, he's able to keep that leg put together in one piece and doesn't go down with an injury. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, with Matthew Stafford goes down, um, it, their, their chances of winning are completely out the way. I, I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to find out who the backup uh, here, depth chart. That will be better. That, that could give us an idea. I, because the name is somebody I know. I just can't get it out. And, by the way, of course, when I pull it up, uh, Matthew Stafford is questionable for the uh, – for the Lions in the game. Uh, so let's go to the depth chart. And by the way, and, and, and I'm gonna, we're going to go back to Minnesota here. Um, here we go. Matthew Stafford. Da, da, da. It is Jake Ruddick. Ouch. Who? That hurts. Who? That hurts. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Cuervo, that, I knew it. I, I knew mean, it was a no. I never knew heard it was a guy we never heard of. Never heard of him. I, I, I don't even know what. I mean, I, I, I mean, I know there's college people out there that know the game, but you know, I, I've never heard of this dude it, it, whatsoever. Lions are in so much trouble. Um, you know, if they got to put in this literally no namer. I, I don't care how great the guy is. I, I, he's not, he can't carry Matthew Stafford's job. He's one third of Matthew Stafford if I haven't heard of him. So, and that's the way I look at quarterbacks. If you're somewhat of anybody, I, I know of who you are. So I have never heard the the Lions can't afford it. But Cuervo, what the biggest sale is in the NFC North, Cuervo, we were talking about it on our show last week. Is is simple. You know who is now eligible to take snaps is Teddy Bridgewater. We were talking about this on Sunday. We talked about the big mistake, but he's been cleared to practice Cuervo, and I don't know. Uh, you know that the the Vikings might be making the mistake of their franchise if they decide to try to rush this guy back too fast. Yeah, and they have to, you know, gotta be real careful with that, and especially when it's a quarterback. I mean, you know, yes. props to the Indianapolis Colts. We were just talking about Indianapolis earlier. Props to them for, you know, recognizing that okay, that's not ready, and you know, and they've even said like, hey, we're not gonna, we're gonna shut them down as far as doing any type of throwing drills. Kudos to the Colts. It's unfortunate for them, but you know, at least they're not risking ruining this guy for a couple of wins, you know, and, and the Vikings have to follow suit and do the same thing and make sure that they're not trying to bring Teddy back too soon. Uh, make sure that that knee is a hundred percent and and make sure that it's worth it because yes, they got the win last week against green Bay, but 
you know, and then that puts him at a, I think at a four and two mark. Um, you know, at this point, is it worth bringing him back if you're four and three? Let's say they lose this weekend. You know, you're four and three. Is it is it worth it? If if you're five and two, I would say you know what, I would strongly consider it. But at four and three, I don't know, Sonny. I think I think that's a that's a pretty big uh, mountain to climb. Even with Green Bay being out of it now because of Aaron Rodgers, that's right. still. I mean, you got to deal. You know, you think about the NFC as a whole, the big picture. You know, do you see do you see yourself going on the road and beating Seattle in the playoff game? Do you see yourself going on the road and beating Atlanta in a playoff game? Do you see yourself going on the road? Uh, you know, let's say Carolina gets gets in, beating them Your on the point? road because. Yep. You know that that's that's something you got to think about. You got to think logically about it and say, is it worth it? Yeah, huge, huge stuff. I I don't know. And, and then you and then back to the Steelers square vote. You know, you got Martavius Bennett or uh, Bennett, uh, uh, Mark Mark Martavius Bryant sounding off that he wants a trade. You know, and it, it goes to our theory of just this past weekend, there is a lot of things going on in Steeler town, the steel curtain. They get the victory. I'm not going to take that away from them, but I'm going to tell you right now, there's a lot of things going on in Pittsburgh that is hugely questionable about their standings and meaning that the player personnel is a problem we go back to, you know, for, for you know, forget the fact that Ben Roethlisberger's sick of dealing with his running back wanting too much money. Then you got this guy spouting off. I mean, you know, is it any wonder that I think that we both think that this is the last year that this is the the end for you know Ben Roethlisberger? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things going on in Pittsburgh, Sonny. I mean, it's. Like I said, I mean, you know, one t- one week they look like they're they've got it together, and then the next week it's like, is this even the same team that we watched last week? You know, uh, so it's there's a lot of up and ups and downs in Pittsburgh, but supposedly Martavius Bryant is denying these these reports that he requested the trade. It might have been his agent, might have been you know somebody else saying that he wanted a trade and. You know, but he's denying it. So I don't know if you knew that part of the story, but he completely 100% denies that he is requesting a trade. So it's going to be interesting to see it. what happens, um, you know, as far as whether they actually do pull off a trade or not. But, um, yeah, he denies it. You know, it's it's up to, for interpretation whether you want to believe it or not. I know you don't. Me personally, it wouldn't surprise me just because of, the fact that who knows maybe the, maybe this is his way of saying I'm going to get out of here before Landry Jones becomes a quarterback of this team or whoever the quarterback is going to be next year. That's exactly me, what I think. That that meaning Ben right on my head. So, you know, that that's that's my opinion. I know 
I'm always stealing your thunder, Sonny. I really do apologize. I just think no, no, no. And this just is makes me, and this is what without, it does. It just verifies what I'm thinking. That I can't be an idiot then. That because that's what I, that's exactly what I was thinking. I think we just we've been, we've been hosting. We've been on the show together so long. We know each other's thoughts. Yeah, and um, like you said, it, it solidifies and it verifies what you're thinking. So. Well, maybe we're uh, both and, idiots. You know, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Could be. I mean, we're both bozos or we're both geniuses. I don't know. Definitely. But, um, so. you know, with the, I mean, it, it, again, you know, I know you've mentioned it a couple times. We don't we don't go over any notes. We're not Mike and Mike. Nope. Okay. Sonny lives in Dallas, Texas. I live in Southern California. Or he lives, you live right outside of Dallas, but yeah, in the Dallas area. Down. So yeah. we don't FaceTime each other. Hey, this is what we're going to go over. This is what I'm thinking. This is what you're thinking. We just shoot from the hip, man, and, and we, we bring it together. So it's just funny yeah. how we always, we're always on the same wavelength of thought. And, and, we, and, and also to, to the, the validate what you just said, we don't always agree on everything either. Um, I, I, I've yet figured out how come people – when they disagree about sports, they get mad at each other, i.e. Mike and Mike, um, you know, that whole situation. I, 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 are you falling for the Mike and Mike? I mean, I thought this thing was supposed to be done, and they were supposed to have Scott Van Pelt filling in. Now I'm hearing stories that it's going to be Mike and Mike because it's going to be Golik and Jr. I mean, so, so I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm, missing, I'm missing that whole thing. I mean, because right now I don't think ESPN Morning – can afford Scott Van Pelt. I don't. I listen. I don't think. I don't think America is so enamored with Scott Van Pelt as the ESPN seems to think. I think people find him an irritating little turtle. Um, is the way I look at him. Um, but Mike and Mike, you being Golik and his son, I think could be really good. Have you listened to Golik Jr.? What do you think of him? I think he's good. I think he'll be just fine. So what the, the situation is that the Mike Mike and Mike with Greenberg and Golick is going to end at the end of the year. So January first, you know, it's done. December thirty first will be the last show, or whatever day, uh, you know, without the holidays or whatever. But right. But as starting in Jan, in January of twenty eighteen is when the new shows are going to happen. From what I know is that. Golick is going to team up with Junior and Trey Wingo, who hosts the NFL. That's why I mean uh, Trey Wingo, whatever the show. Is. Yeah. So oh, then, wasn't it so the NFL show that was going to be originally, or no? Or am I just thinking? No, it was it's, Wingo. It's been, it's been, yeah, it was Wingo the whole time. And Got it. Okay. Greenberg, so Greenberg is doing a show with someone else. Uh, and I think the two shows are going to go at the same time. So it's almost like they're going to be competing with each other for ratings. So that'll be interesting to see. That will be interesting. But I think they're going to have the, – be, there's going to be two new shows starting uh, in January. Yeah, I think – I don't think Greenberg is going to be all sports. They'll cover some, but they're not going to cover all sports. Yes. And, this, and this comes no, they're from cover that everything. one other guy – um, that they have on in the afternoon that doesn't necessarily do all sports. I can't stand the guy. Um, the the oh, ESPN God, don't tell me Stan Levitard. Oh, I can't stand that guy. 
No, yeah. So it sounds like he's doing kind of like Levitard, you know, going to talk about, you know, some maybe touch on sports, but talk about other stuff and make it more of a variety show. I, you know, I don't know if he, if he's able to pull that off, but I've watched his uh, television show. uh, The, um, the one that he's doing with uh, network stars, it's horrible. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe he should stay with what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know if you're talking about Stugatz from Dan Levitard or, or yeah, who exactly uh, both of them. I don't like. To, but... I don't like the show. The show is you know, and yeah, highly questionable. It's... Highly questionable is a terrible show. Yeah, it's whatever is going on there. It's not enough about sports. And if I want to listen to a variety show, I'm not going to put it on a sports channel. Um, so that that's where I got a problem with it, you know. But you know, it is yeah, what exactly. it is. Yeah, yeah. Stu, now I can stomach Stu got to get on my nerves. He's better than Levitard because he can talk sports. But I don't always like his delivery. But then again, not everybody likes Sonny's delivery. But so, but there are a lot of other guys out there. But I, I find that my, I find that Mike and Mike going up against each other. Now that you mention it, a very interesting story. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just it's unfortunate. I mean, they were good. They were good for so long together, and you know, a couple of arguments, a couple of disagreements kind of ended 20 years of what they put to what they built really i mean they're yeah. the ones that really they built espn radio without question absolutely so you know i mean pretty unfortunate that it ended the way it did but i mean you know maybe it's for good reason who knows could be who wins tomorrow i gotta say kansas city so i mean i don't like the way the raiders are playing right now even with Derek carr uh, in the lineup, I just don't feel like the offense is flowing like it did before Carr got hurt. Once Carr got hurt, it just felt like uh, you know the rhythm. It, it, they lost they lost that momentum that they had built, and now they're trying to find it back. And you know maybe maybe they find it tomorrow. I mean Kansas City loses the game, the pressure is off with the undefeated season now for the Chiefs. And I mean that could equal two things: either the Chiefs blow them out or the Raiders find their mojo after a couple of weeks of being back with Carr and uh they can they can, you know, give Kansas City a second loss in a row, but my gut tells me Kansas City wins. My gut is telling me that, but you know, I, I gotta wonder when is Derek Carr gonna be healthy? I mean, because it's obvious he wasn't healthy last week. I mean, so is he healthy this week? I mean, out of all the games, because here, I, I question whether or not he should have even been in that game last week, Cuervo. I, I, I'm almost sure, you know, I was on medicine. But I, I, I questioned whether or not he should even be playing this game. But it came to the fact that, yet, this is another division game. Two division games right in a row and that they could ill afford to lose two in a row on. And, you know, where they are standing, short week up on top of that, Cuervo. So you got that not working well for you. Um, so, you know, Derek Carr, obviously his injuries and the fact that it, it, that's, that's on him. 
the question is, is when is he going to be ready? I mean, do you think he's ready to go right now? Because as of right now, I want to pick the rate. I want to pick the Chiefs. My mind is telling me that, but I, I just, I, I guess, I want to hear a little bit more about his uh, his actual health going into this one. I mean, so because everything I'm reading, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, it, it, they say he's healthy. Now, obviously, we we don't have the back you know back information like the betters do because the betters know if he's playing or if he's healthy right now. Um, but I I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take the Raiders in this one because they are at home, um, and hopefully that loss last week, which they had no business losing last week to the Chargers, maybe the sense of urgency to get the victory within the division. They know they got to get this victory. Hey, that's a good point, Sonny. I mean, you bring up a good point. It's you know, sense of urgency is there. So um, I'm looking at this uh, starting center for the Chiefs, uh, Mitch Morse. He's going to be out with the sprained left foot. Um, he's been out since week two, so that's not any great big surprise. So it's not like that's a devastating injury. Uh, so he's been out since week two. Right guard uh, Devarnay. Um, he has been out for the last two games uh, with a sprained knee. He was limited in practice, and, and they don't think he's going to return. So for the last couple of weeks, they, these two guys are not there. The question is, is now Oakland, you know, as far as what they are, you think about what, the, you know, what Oakland is. I mean, this is a tear them up, you know, you know, you know, slobber knocker type of football team. They're hurt, they hurt people. The question is, is will those new guys that are stepping in for the veterans be able to handle the Oakland Raider defense? The only problem is, Cuervo, the Oakland Raider defense hasn't really been all that impressive this year. Um, And so when I look at it as a whole, my mind's saying sooner or later it's got to be the Raiders, but I I think I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go and I'm going to pick the Chiefs because – if the Raiders were having success on the defensive line for the past three weeks, I think I'd be right there and picking the Oakland Raiders. But the simple fact of the matter is, is they're not going to be, they're not doing it. And I don't know what it takes to get them to do it. If last week, if the chief, or if the, if the, if the Oakland Raider defense cannot get up for the San, I, I'm, I'm going back to San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers, Offensive line, they're not going to get past the, the this offensive line, and then you have Alex Smith just making right decisions. It seems like all the time. Yeah, good point, Sonny. I mean, you know, do you think uh, Navarro Bowman plays? I I don't know. I mean, they just he just they just signed him. I could he be ready? Do you think he could be ready? I think they're going to try. I think they're going to try it. I, now that now Maybe that was a crazy pickup this week. Yeah, well, well, and it was it was expected too. But I could see him in some third down packages. That's probably I think you ease him into it, and uh, uh, you know, they needed him. I expect they, a whole they, lot. No question. They needed him. So you know. Because you know, I, I would like to see. I would. I would really like to see the Oakland Raiders play better defense before I'm picking them. So I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs with it. I want to see more. And, and you know who's 
you know, you know, uh, Del Rio is going to be, he's going to anyway. So, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't think they're mm-hmm. ready for the Kansas. And it's the fact that it's not the fact that Kansas City Chiefs come in and you're, a, you know, in awe of them. They're just a team that plugs away, first down, second down, third down, not doing anything spectacular, but yet they're 5-1, and one, really should be 6-0. Six and, six and oh. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you're you're right. So, I hope I didn't. I I, I okay. Uh, no, he didn't. Uh, Tarvin said he might be able to try to get a call in, but uh, he isn't. But I think he's going to be on air tonight. You guys talking college football tonight? Uh, if he's on, I will join him. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would message him and find out. So, um, but I'm going to have to cut off here as uh, I do have some other things I got to get to. I'm glad that we were at least able to get in here to get it done. So a uh, little midweek talk, and we're both on the Chiefs tonight. So that's going to do it for us here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Make sure you join us. We got a game on Friday, so we got the pregame show at noon on Friday, as well as the game at 7 p.m. And then, of course, join us for Sunday's show. It's that being said on the Couch Potato Sports Show. So for Cuervo, that's going to do it for us here tonight. Uh, everybody have a good one. We'll see you later on this week. Have a good one. Good to talk to you, my friend. All right, you too, Sonny. Take it easy. All right, we're out of here, everybody. Bye-bye.